Megan. How you doing today? Oh, uh, you know. Oh, I'm jonesing. Oh, I'm jonesing so hard. I can't even pretend. I can't even pretend for five seconds. I need it. I need it in my you tried, eyes. You tried for that whole point three of a second. It was so hard. I know. Why are we not playing Borderlands 3 right now? Because we are doing our um, patriotic duty. The, the shit we do for our country, Ember. The shit is- we do for our country is record bad movies rock because instead of play borderlands 3 we love america i guess so or whatever i mean i don't really <gasps> blasphemy about, well you know we're not doing good things right now have we ever are we generally know. doing good things <laughs> yeah good question i mean mixed in with the bad shit sure but There's I, some good in there sometimes. I, I feel like people like to focus on one or the other and rarely both. And nothing mm-hmm. ever constructive happens when you're just like, we're all good. Or when we're True. all bad. Yeah, you make a good point. Are we done solving the nation's... Solving the nation's problems. Woes, yeah. That would solve the nation's problems. What's that? Kill Whitey. That's that's not fair. Ship them back to Europe. Make them <laughs> There Europe's you go. Problem. Send them home. Send them home. Go mm-hmm. back to where you came from. Go you back to hasty devil bastards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, Amber, Megan, we're not yeah. playing Borderlands three right now. I know. The more you talk about it, the more we don't talk about the movie, and the more that we don't play Borderlands three. So let's get to it. Hey, Amber. Yes, Megan. You're in the Xander zone. I'm in the Xander zone? You are in the Xander zone. Oh my goodness, and I best prepare myself for some extreme sports and terrible one-liners. Absolutely. We watched Triple X. What? Mm-hmm. No, really, what? Yeah, uh, Triple X, you know, it's a Vin, D- Vin Diesel joint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thing, the thing that we did today that wasn't play Borderlands 3. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I remember that there was something we did that wasn't that and isn't this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Triple X stars Vin Diesel. This is apparently his first starring role, which just still boggles my mind. That you look boggled. They, yeah, that this was his first lead role. I mean, you know however they qualify lead roles. Apparently he wasn't the lead in Pitch Black. No, that was He's not the lead Rada. in Fast Furious. No, yeah. that was Blonde Boy. Yeah, weird, right? Walker? Anyway. Paul Walker. Yeah. Paul Walker, yeah. Yeah, strange. Anywho. But technically he's kind of the sort of redemptive bad guy in both of those. I guess you're right. And yeah. in this, sort of, as well. But this time mm-hmm. he's the main character, and it's about a redemptive bad guy, and not about the person that... Also needs redemption, but isn't a bad guy. Something, something. Blonde white people are not starring in this. So Vin Diesel, Xander Cage, who is a extreme sports guy. You know, it opens with him stealing a senator's car and doing it all for the YouTube. Taking it off a bridge and uh, parachuting down into a ravine. Anyway, uh, pretty great. And Samuel L. Jackson kind of... Uh, uses Xander to be this secret agent so that he can get into this anarchist former Russian bad guy cult? Collective? Sure. Ah. Group of like-minded crazy people? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson puts Xander Cage and a couple other 
mostly bald white dudes through his um, screening process by essentially putting them into the the thick of it. And then uh, Xander Cage does well, and so he sets sets them off to an- to get infiltrate anarchists. <laughs> Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, He gets into the anarchist um, collective. He finds Yolanda, who's played by Asia Argento, who happens to be a Russian intelligent agent um, who's been there for two years. And apparently Russia kind of forgot about her and she's done what she needs to survive, Amber. Does that mean she did terrible things, Megan? Probably, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Yorgi is played by Martin Cossacks, who we know and love from The Equalizer. Oh, Denzel's doppelganger. Well, evil psychological doppelganger. Exactly. Um, Yorgi is an anarchist, and they've devised this plot to make um, a biological weapon. I guess it's more of a chemical weapon that um, murders the heck out of you. And it is called Silent Night. And his plan is just to, I don't know, kill everybody and then everybody gets to be free. Seems to be his manifesto. Yeah, he and Vin Diesel geek out over lyrics from a Vandal song where, you know, are you really free, but you can't walk into a deli and piss on the cheese. So you you can't literally do anything you want and therefore you Uh are not free. So the only way to give people true freedom is to eliminate all structure. Any government, any law, any rule, any enforcing Mm -hmm. body has to be destroyed so that you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. The remaining four people on Earth can do whatever they want. We want the purge 24-7. Apparently. Xander Cage stops them from um, murdering everybody, and that's the end of the movie. There you go. And then Bora Bora. And Bora Bora, of course. Kind Always of bookended by Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. Definitely should have listened to Eve. Always listen to Eve. Always listen to Eve. Megan. Yes, Amber. Should we? I don't. I don't feel right asking you this. Should we go to Critics Corner? Yeah, let's get to the Critics Corner, Amber. She said yes. <laughs> so Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it forty-eight, and the audience score is a fifty-eight. Forty-eight Metacritic. 38 Metacritic user. Interesting. Very interesting. Double 48s is consistency among Mm -hmm. critic aggregates, but the audience did not like this movie. Apparently not, which is very strange. It's it's a fun romp. Especially since it got sequels. Yeah, exactly. Generally speaking, there were comparisons made to James Bond, which I don't know if that was... I don't know how the film was marketed because I don't really remember 2002 that well. Or mm-hmm. really anything before this moment. And this moment's kind of murky on its own. But sure. I don't remember if this was marketed as, as kind of like, you know, but extreme James Bond, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if James Bond weren't so suave and cultured and svelte, but instead he was like muscly and, and tattooed and liked extreme yeah. sports. Right. You know, this isn't your mother's James Bond. This is your annoying idiot younger brother's James Bond. Yeah, exactly right. Your your tween James Bond. Mm-hmm. Your tween James Bond that has been like suckered into being a secret agent via threat of jail. <laughs> you ever looked into the eyes of a lion at the zoo? 
<laughs> can always see the ones that were born in the wild. The wild cat. The wild cat. <laughs> Sanders, the wild cat, Amber. He wouldn't do well in the penitentiary. No. No more mountains to board, oceans to surf. Just mm-hmm. a six by eight cell Cliffs. with no windows. Yeah, cliffs to climb. Oh. Harpoons to ride. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is and this is this is the hard sell that Samuel Jackson's character gives him after he says, Usually this is the point of the conversation where I stick a gun to your temple and politely ask you to do what I say. I mean mm-hmm. great Samuel L. Jackson work with ridiculous hackneyed dialogue. I yes. am riveted at this point. I am not mm-hmm. waiting for the shark to show up. Right. It, at another point I am waiting for the shark to show up, but that's just that's just because I watched Deep Blue Sea recently. Mm-hmm. But Xander Cage is not afraid of death because he's no. an extreme sports enthusiast. Right. He's so, got to use a different tactic. Got to use a different tactic. I'm not going to mm-hmm. put a gun to your head. You're not afraid of death. What you are afraid of. Being in a cage. Being in a cage with no Xander extreme cage. sports. <laughs> cage is in his name. What? He's already in a cage. Or is he the cage? Or is society the cage? What did Roger Ebert have to say about this movie? Before we leave the critics' corner, Amber, I didn't actually like write it down. Okay, but Roger Ebert liked it. He gave it an eighty something. Yeah, you were telling was, me earlier, it was scored at eighty eight for Metacritic. But it, it yeah. was essentially, you know, dumbed down, muscled up, tattoo covered James Bond. Yeah, I think that's fair. Which I think is only because we're dealing with spies. I mean, it's not even British. Yeah, although. Bond has a lot of extreme sports in it. Like, it almost always starts with, like, a skiing down a mountain or a um, car chase or a something, you know, like a, b- a boat race. I don't know. Sure. There's always something, like, extreme about the starts of James Bond, too. Intense foot race. Mm-hmm. Parkour. I remember the first Daniel Craig, James Bond, uh, when he chases yes. down that first guy. It's like, it's just parkour. Exactly right. But he has an upper crust British accent and doesn't have tattoos so boring yeah it was it was kind of like you know trying to make a working class james bond he's got street smarts instead of book smarts Mm -hmm. but he doesn't he doesn't make any dumber decisions than the actual james bond does in james bondy movies that dude makes dumb choices yes all the time vin diesel xander cage makes plenty of good situationally situ Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel sure Xander Cage. <laughs> this is my you, radio voice. Let's just move past this. Let's just move past this moment and pretend okay. it never happened. Do you want to leave the critics' corner? Amber, let's get out of the critics' corner and talk about some of our favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Let's run towards the light. Amber. The light is an explosion. You, oh, boy. Don't look. You won't be cool if you look at the explosion, Amber. Oh, shit. I looked. No, not cool. I'm a nerd now. Mm-hmm. Amber, do you want to talk about Xander Cage's situational awareness? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Samuel Jackson is looking for people he feels like can infiltrate this anarchy group. Um, he turns his eye towards Xander Cage. And so in order to test him out, what they do is they drug him and then they put him in a diner. And then he wakes up, head down on the diner table. And uh, then what happens, Amber? Bam. Diner's in the middle of a robbery. Mm-hmm. 
What's he going to do? Is he going to be a hero and stop the robbery? Is he Mm going to join the robbery like a real criminal would? Or Mm -hmm. is he going to realize that it's completely fake because he's fucking tattoo muscly Sherlock and fuck up the two guys anyway? Amber, what is that called? Situational awareness. Nice work. Thank you, (laughs) Megan. You're welcome. Can you tell by the precision of my current speech that I might be a little peaked you should there's some knobs you can hit amber to adjust that <laughs> if you just want to go ahead and there's like oh you know what actually the editor i'll just take care of that oh post never mind i deserve your friendship i deserve this <laughs> um that's so... what makes it hurt <laughs> i hate you consequences <laughs> so much karma coming right back at you mm, it's stanky but i like it Oh dear. So what Xander Cage does is he reads the situation as, you know, he sees that there's a show off. He uh he sees the um Wall Street guy reading the financial time financial times section on a Sunday. Oh, that's weird. How the fuck does he the, know it's a Sunday? He doesn't know how long he's been unconscious. Yeah, he has Sorry, no idea on. what day it is. Yeah, no, I I I thought that too. He knew the guy wasn't going to shoot him because of a thing that I can't remember. And then he also clocked the waitress as wearing high heels. And he had, what, an aunt or something who was a career waitress? And no waitress goes in with high heels on. They'd have blisters assigned to pancakes by breakfast or lunch or one of the meals early in the day. Mm -hmm. Let's say brunch. Split the difference. Exactly right. Brunch blisters. Nobody wants that. No Mm -hmm. career waitress would do that. Nope. And because he is a working class man of the people bond, Mm -hmm. he knows what's up. He he understands financial times deductions, but he also gets footwear deductions. Mm -hmm. That's what you're getting when you go outside the agency. It's so true. That's that street smarts you can't teach. mm -hmm. It's that situational awareness, Amber. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. Um, I'm fine. Just keep going. So then Sam Jackson ends up giving him an ovation uh, for kind of passing the test. Um, And then they end up darting him again. We were laughing that this is um, kind of like night and day. Anytime you don't want to deal with something, you just drug him and like put him like wait 12 hours and now they're where they should be again. Now I want to watch night and day. Damn you, Mm -hmm. Megan. We'll get to night and day. Don't you worry, Amber. June, June, June. Please stop saying my name. Oh, that means nothing to anyone but me right now. I kind of remember. Do I? I don't know. Don't lie to me. Mm -hmm. Not about this. About other things? Absolutely about other things. I can't handle the truth. Lovely. So then the uh, diner finalists, as they call themselves on the plane, end up being um, kind of low parachuted into... A drug farm in Colombia, I think they end up saying. Yes, one of the white bald diner finalists, hard to tell them apart mm-hmm. because they look the same to me, uh, notes yeah. that it is... Oh, wait, no, he's not bald. He's got, like, bleach blonde hair. Yeah, there's one bald and there's Ooh. one non-bald. I'm racist. White yeah, guys, man. Right. Yeah. Scene one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they, he, he recognizes that it's Colombia when a field full of workers picking coca leaves 
start shouting, gringo, gringo, and then run away. Ah, mm-hmm. white people, cheese it. Yep. Mm-hmm. This can't end well. Yep. They get it. Very, yeah, they know. Nobody wants an infestation of white people. They don't go away. They colonize. They stay. They say they found it themselves. Any other brown people can tell you, you don't want an infestation of white people. You let them mm-hmm. get a foothold. They're everywhere. Go. Like bed bugs. So true. Are we in trouble now? I don't think so. Cool. So Xander and the other diner finalists are trying to figure out if this is real or not. They, at this point, are thinking they're still in another, like, scenario put on by the NSA. But they, in fact, have been dropped into a real cocaine farm, and they get abducted, and there's... There's really no plan that I can see here. They essentially sent these folks in to die or not die and see what they do, I suppose. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they knew, like, essentially they were using them as a diversion because right. they knew that the Colombian military was about to move in. Mm-hmm. So they, like, got the farm processing plant all a Twitter about the gringos. Right. And then and- while they were focused on them, in come some helicopters. Yep. Helicopters that did not die. I'm sorry to disappoint anybody. You but really hate helicopters. No death of helicopters in this movie. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah, me too. So the helicopters just come in shooting. They don't know what they're shooting or who they're shooting. They're just shooting. Um, so yeah, the NSA sent these three people in to die or not die. Xander ends up doing some shit, of course. There's a motorcycle. There's a roof that's used as a ramp as things explode. Um, and but he, Xander, we decided there there are multiple times when he jumps the bike very mm-hmm. very high into the air. Yep, seemingly with no ramp. Yep, he jumps it through barbed wire, like two sets of barbed wire. He like horizontal's the bike and thread yeah. that needle. Yeah, no ramp. How no do you ramp. do it, Amber? I, we assume that he used his biceps and just like mm-hmm. lifted the bike up against gravity. Yep. Sheer just, force of badassery will. Yep. Just and just like shouted pon- extreme. Sort of like Peter Pan, but only with motorcycles. You just go yeah. extreme, like you hold on to your most extreme memory. Mm-hmm. And then the motorcycle flies. And he's got so many, he can make it fly super high. So true, because he, he lives for this shit. He does live for this shit, Amber. What is what he says before he gets like parachute pulled out of the back of a plane live for this shit so yeah and xander cage i guess shows that he can both survive lots of gunfire and he exhibits some heroicness by saving one of the other people he just met yeah this scene is great for many levels you've got danny Mm -hmm. trejo showing up as the drug lord that's fun uh with a machete and and like a bad attitude Mm-hmm. Sur- surprising i know that you'd use danny trejo for this role exactly but it's essentially a cameo but yes it's base. it is a cameo it is very much mm-hmm. a cameo and he is he's perfectly menacing mm-hmm. and um gets to gets to slap vin diesel twice yes make him spin around mm-hmm. before the real actioniness starts going what happens to the third diner finalist because we have I... xander he cage is a- fine Mm-hmm. The other dude gets shot in the leg, and Xander has to like firemen carry him out and save him, which which yep. demonstrates to Samuel Jackson that he is truly the best of them. Not just because mm-hmm. he's the only one who didn't get shot, and or run off into the field with a brick of cocaine. That is what he. That's the last we saw of him. We never see him again. Nope. 
<laughs> no, unless he was in the background being arrested somewhere. Um, I do not recall. They certainly didn't mention him. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just love the idea that he's now like a Colombian folk hero. Mm-hmm. Like bleached yep. blonde, super focused guy just wandering rural Colombia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dispensing extreme sports justice. Beautiful. It's a whole nother movie in the making. <laughs> so beyond that, the scene has it all. Helicopter, gunfire, people, gunfire, exploding vehicles, Vin Diesel on a dirt bike, dirt biking it up, and explosions. Mm-hmm. So many explosions. Amber, it has almost all because none okay. of these helicopters you know, meet their maker. Okay, can, can we pretend, can we retcon that one of those helicopters met its maker? I didn't see it happen, Amber. I need it in my eyeballs. You have no imagination. None. Yeah, at one point in this, I guess sort of like the ultimate finale for mm-hmm. this scene of multiple explosions and gunfires and bike tricks is... In order to get away from a helicopter that is just like zeroed in on him because they believe he's the drug lord who's trying mm-hmm. to escape. Yes. He jumps over a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he looks at the roof and we're like, oh, we're normal people. Normal people would just see a roof. But yeah. if you're an extreme sports hero athlete star, mm-hmm. you see what it was meant to be. A ramp. Ramps. Ramps everywhere. So he jumps a car yep. to An get onto the down roof. car. Yep. Yeah. Roof. Uh-huh, to yep. launch him onto the roof. And mm-hmm. then the helicopter is shooting at him. And yep. then this building, which we've decided was where they stored all of their explosives. Avi. Im fucking plodes. And then X fucking explodes. And it's yep. just fire. And then he's coming down the other side of the roof mm-hmm. while the building just disintegrates into flames behind him. Yep. And yep. then lands skids directly into a sewer tunnel so that when the helicopter clears the massive gorgeous explosion that it just created he's gone he's gone they must must have have got him him. Mm -hmm. and he's safe yes yes indeed apparently this um stunt had never been attempted in any other movie ever before the question is has anybody bothered attempting it since Good question. You don't, don't mess with perfection. I don't have. No, this is beauty, beautiful. Yeah, and then uh, kudos and lion talk uh, later, Sam Jackson sends Xander Cage in to go make friends with Yuri. Yeah, Anarchy 99. Mm-hmm. With two very fuzzy coats. One fuzzier than the last. Yeah. So, of course, he uses the fact that he's not a special trained secret agent cop to, to get in with this group mm-hmm. by like fingering the cop that was supposed to be his like sort of buddy, like reluctantly, he kind of hated him. Yes. Like the cop did not want Xander Cage there mucking about in check affairs. Right, exactly. Uh, so he uses that to get in. But what really gets him in mm-hmm. is his extreme sports street cred. They know him from the YouTube, Amber. Yuri's brother recognizes him and loves his shit because he also has a death wish yeah exactly right yeah so then he's uh he's in he just has to like drink with these folks he gets all their information um by just supplying them with non-stop vodka and his um yuri's brother apparently just talks him up because he ends up giving samuel jackson a list of like 
everything he found out about them, where they're from, um, their favorite foods, um, all kinds of fun stuff because apparently they're talkers when you give them a little bit of alcohol. Mm -hmm. And they're with one of their favorite extreme sports stars. Yep. They've given him, um, Samuel Jackson apparently gave him a list of 10 cars, actually nine cars to get, but Vin Diesel changed all the cars because he said that the cars that Samuel Jackson picked were so bad that they would have realized that it was a scam from the beginning if Vin Diesel hadn't changed all those cars and added a GTO for his own personal use. Just just all souped up Crown Vicks. Like, that was yeah, their I list. Yes. Uh-huh. We want gremlins. We want like <laughs> five gremlins and... Volvos. Oh. We want mm-hmm. your highest end Volvo. Yeah, he gets a bank account number. He does so well that Sam Jackson sends him back in. Oh, no, he was a victim of his own success. I mean, all of the club scenes are deeply entertaining. Yes, let's talk about the first, well... The very, very opening scene? The very, very opening scene. um, So (laughs) the opening is, is, is a dude, just a white dude, takes out a dude, another dude, Mm-hmm. Who, who has a chip and he gets the chip and then he pulls off his his skullduggery suit and he's got a tux on underneath you know james mm-hmm. bond styles right but then uh-oh here comes yuri and his crew and the dude's like oh no i need to run so he breaks mm-hmm. into this abandoned church which oops a rumstein concert's happening inside and also yuri is actually up in the top balcony too with his best sniper you're terrible at being a spy <laughs> super super bad at it and, and you're doesn't in a do tux any- yeah doesn't and doesn't do anything to change like taking off the jacket and the bow tie would have probably let him blend in a little bit if he just jumped up and down for a little while but no worries so like ramstein is just performing the fuck out of this the crowd is mm-hmm. moshing he's trying to escape not doing a good job of it gets up on stage for some reason for reasons especially confounding considering the fact that half of the stage is on fire and one of the dudes is is breathing fire because mm-hmm. again it's ramstein ramstein yeah. ramstein mm-hmm. i i'm i'm american so i'm gonna say ramstein cool and <laughs> so putting himself up on stage so like you know clear shot for person with a hand cannon sniper Oh my god, it's like a Borderlands weapon, and I'm not just saying that because I really want to play Borderlands, and I played so many hours of it since it was released last night, but, Mm -hmm. or not last night, the night before last night, oh, the days are bleeding together. Oh dear. It's all just Borderlands. But it has Mm -hmm. this massive scope on the top of this massive hand cannon. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. Who scopes a fucking pistol? I don't know. Outside of a video game. Yeah, and then they do it again because that's the type of gun that um, Shaver gives um, X later. Yes, Shaver, who plays the role of, of X's Q, mm-hmm. his gadget yes. operative through the yeah. NSA. Oh, so sorry. But then, um, yeah, that first dude totally gets shot. And then what happens to a member? Oh, my God. The medalist thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, he's up on stage, he gets shot in the back, and then he falls backwards into the crowd, who then mm-hmm. just body surfs his corpse up and down. <laughs> they don't know he's dead. They think he's just moshing, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. even if they did know he was dead, they might be kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so apparently this was all for this biological weapon, Silent Night. He'd stolen it from the anarchy group. They stole it back. Very That's quickly. are. He yeah. had it in his possession for, I don't know, four minutes? Yeah, about that. 
Oh, well. Yep. That's why you need extreme sports personalities who have also broken the law. Because exactly they're right. expendable, but also... We haven't put millions of dollars of government funding into them. They're just some dudes we picked up off the street. Yep, I believe you would call them snakes. We keep sending agents into the snake's pit. We need to send our own snake in, Amber. Yeah, which... So they established Vin Diesel as a lawbreaker, but only to the extent that he... He sort of cheekily breaks the law with a wink and a nod because the car that he destroys in the opening Mm -hmm. scene, he steals it and destroys it and drives it recklessly, which Samuel L. Jackson then says is like, that's three different crimes and you'll go away because three strikes, you're out. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, prison's like baseball. And But the senator he takes it from, he has this whole monologue while he's driving the car to explain why the Mm -hmm. senator himself specifically is being punished. Right. And it's because he's an asshole white dude, senator, who believes sure. that he wants to ban video games and rap music because he thinks they cause violence. And, mm-hmm. you know, the typical, what's funny is that I feel like at the, at the heart of it, this movie is attempting to appeal to that moment in the early 2000s when extreme sports were like huge and, you know, the concept of anarchy was mm-hmm. was vaulted. It was like yep. neat. That's what the kids want is, mm-hmm. is anarchy and punk rock and extreme sports and freedom. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of represents those things, but in like this safe way where yep. he's only punishing bad guys and doing bad things dangerously, but without necessarily endangering actual people. Right. So he's, he's you know, mm-hmm. he's an everyman, anti-hero Robin Hood. So you also kind of establish Triple X as he's kind of persecuted. He's a man mm-hmm. of the people. He's got yep. high ideals. He does. But he does. Mm-hmm. they also show us simultaneously yes. that anarchy isn't what people really want. Oh, no, children. Do you really believe in anarchy? Because you know what anarchy is? Cities filled with corpses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their version of anarchy is also like, I I get to live and everybody else dies and then I get to be free, which is just like, that's... That's just murdering everybody. I'm not sure that that's... It It takes down the system because you've taken down everybody. Everyone's dead. Yay, freedom. Is that... Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, okay. I mean, it is... It's, it's kind of that, oh, you believe in anarchy? You privileged little shits? This is what real anarchy is. You just like the idea of anarchy, like Xander Cage. You want your freedoms and your ability to drive cars off bridges. But do you really want true freedom? Because that means terrorism. Yeah, apparently. So it's a movie with a message. Yeah, it's it's educational, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I learned so much. So obviously they got the social message right. You know, we learned lots about ourselves. Yeah, and about our supposed ideals. What else did we personally, as women, learn about ourselves, Amber? That we are objects who Mm -hmm. are here to be on display, and or used as props. Mm-hmm. To demonstrate wealth, status, and sh- just, just you know, good party downtimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if we have a larger role, then mm-hmm. it will be that of victim. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, princess to be saved from the right. dragon's lair. Yeah. the In the first scene where, um, or the, the first scene that Xander meets Yuri, they, they get over there, they do their business. And then Yuri's brother, I think, calls in, Come on in, bitches, or whatever. And no, then they like. It's even worse. It's fewer words. Oh. Bitches, come. 
there it is. Yes. And they just like from a hole in the wall, like a <laughs> the, they, from like, the bitch there's, dungeon. Like, yeah, ten women come out scantily clothed and um, you know, ready to party, I suppose. Absolutely. Excited to see the light of day. This is just after in in establishing his his evil car business mm-hmm. nefariousness with Yuri. Asia Argento's mm-hmm. character is there, and she's actually the one handling the negotiations. Like she's the one who provides him with the account number. She's the one who negotiates the price. And right. the entire time, he's sitting there disparaging her. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Let the boys talk." Yeah, and that's Xander Cage. Like that's our hero who's doing that. Maybe you can argue that it is supposed to be tongue in cheek, and maybe he's trying to, you know, put on that kind of machismo face because he thinks that's what it takes to get in with that group. Which, considering mm-hmm. the fact that five seconds later, bitches come. Comes out mm-hmm. of Yuri's brother. Cool. They um at later at a party scene um we see two men carrying women in like in a fireman's carry. Yep, they just pulled them out of a fountain where they've been uh-huh. playing in their bikinis. Yep. And then what do they do with them, Amber? <laughs> they meet. Seem to. They meet at the doorway as they're about to head in, and they they hoist their scantily clad women up towards each other and sort of like chink them together like mm-hmm. they're glasses. Yep. Just cheers. Cheers. (laughs) You've got a woman. I've got a woman. Cheers. It is just. And then, you know, as Vin Diesel is going to sleep in this mansion with his new Anarchy 99 friends, uh, he goes into his room where he's he's just invited Asia Argento's character to once again tuck him in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she has refused. Yes. Don't worry. There is a woman gyrating against his bed frame already. Yeah, there's about 40,000 candles and a pole dancing woman in her underwears. Mm -hmm. Who never speaks. Nope. Why would she? That's not what she's there for. Nope. And then he says his famous, uh, Xander Cage says his famous line, Oh, the things I will do for my country. He had some good, terrible lines. He had some very good, terrible lines. Yeah, so, yeah, and then Asia Argento's character ends up just being... You know, so she's secret agent. Apparently, Yuri knew she was secret agent the whole time, and he's been messing with her the whole time. She ends up just being this like victim character um, that needs to be saved by Xander Cage, which is, it, yeah, the treatment of women in this movie is far less than ideal. At best, they're the background color mm-hmm. sex object, and at worst, they're a victim to be saved, who exist only, I think. Oddly, the worst moment for me for her character was at the very, very end when Mm -hmm. she thinks that Xander has died saving the world. And Samuel L. Jackson's character comes up to her and says, you know, I told Xander that I would provide you with asylum in the U.S. and I'm a man of my word. And her response is, what's even the point now? Right. As if... What? (laughs) Yeah. And when she asked for asylum originally, she was not into Xander and she... She's been embedded in a terrorist organization for two years, a year and a half of which has been spent, in theory, doing non-government sanctioned work. Mm-hmm. She needs to be protected. But apparently her entire request was because she was secretly the whole time in love with Xander, and that was the only reason she wanted anything outside of the life she currently had. And once he was dead, what was even the point, Megan? Apparently. This yeah, week has it's... been the best week of her life. Mm-hmm. She can't go on unless it's exactly like this for the rest of it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, once you've Super kissed dumb. Vin Diesel, though. 
Can you ever go back? No, I suppose you can't. Did they ever actually kiss or did their mouths just sort of like... Oh, gosh, mom, they had the most... Mom, mom at each other. Yeah, they they made some weird kissy things happen with them. So I never like, know if it's just yeah, me no, it responding <laughs> as a person to the act of putting rat hole to rat hole. I don't oh, really... Gross, Amber. Not my deal. Not my deal. Yeah. It all looks mm-hmm. weird to me. Yeah. But they make this look particularly like horny like licking each other's lips kind of the weirdness but so okay so i was listening to some i was listening to our last episode that was out um lockout and i feel like i keep saying like oh good they didn't kiss at the end and it's not that i'm against like romance in movies but i do feel like a lot of action movies are like shoehorn in this romantic story and it's almost always because the woman needs to be saved and then now like he gets the girl and now it's like i don't know it's like a heterosexual idealized like oh nobody's complete without a man and like anyway yep it's not she's not I'm saved against... until there's a dick inside of her right and i'm not yeah and again and we he talked earned about the... it by saving her <laughs> right and then yeah and like we talked about in pitch black like um doll's character you know I'm, I'm also not against like a woman being sexual and like having you know that power being into sex it's just like but don't use her as a sexual object to make the man's storyline be better yep anyway. and certainly don't use her as a sexual object and then have her be super into it yeah yeah just uh, i mean i guess you can do that i just don't enjoy watching it because i've seen it so fucking many times and because things are still so generally fucked up Mm -hmm. in terms of you know being a woman that i don't think normalizing this sort of shit in perpetuity is a great idea yeah but that's just you know my dumb lady brain talking that that was all from my uterus I'm sorry, mm. I'm full of estrogen, and I just can't you, think clearly, and I just, I should just be able to have fun. I just, I love fun. You did put the microphone at your crotch level, and then, like, your uterus just started blah, blah, blahing. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was straight vagina. Mm-hmm. Mea culpa. All right, so, okay, don't treat women even like people in this movie. But anyway, let's go on to another fun thing that happened in this movie. <laughs> I suppose. I, you know what? You're listening to two queer women talk about dumb action movies. We mostly just enjoy them. Sometimes we're going to have to talk about when they did something bad and rub their mm-hmm. noses in the mess. Unlike dogs, in theory, people can learn. Yeah. Yep. Yuri has done a demonstration with this Silent Night um biological weapon where i guess the point was to kill all the scientists who were involved in making the weapon which just seems really dumb like these are members of your organization who also believe in anarchy and who also probably want to enjoy this free world that you're creating but the more he does things in his life the more it is anarchy equals city of corpses yeah yeah it's it it it, it's shown it's made to show that he is cruel and such but also it seems counterproductive because like what if you need more weapons what if these don't work what you know like it, he's just 
anyway, whatever. He dies, Yuri dies about 10 minutes later, so it doesn't super matter. But um, it was just a, like, man, he's a cruel person by uh, setting off the biological weapon with all Goodbye, the scientists Goodbye, little inside. mouse. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. So they know they need to infiltrate into Yuri's stronghold, but there's all these cameras. And so in order to knock out the cameras, they um, decide that they need to take out the local tower, which I still don't really understand how that makes sense. And in order to do that, Xander Cage needs to parachute down from a plane into a... um onto a mountain and um, cause an avalanche and then ride the avalanche into the tower, knocking it out. Obviously. Occam's razor. All makes perfect sense. And the Mm -hmm. reason he's allowed to do this is because Mm -hmm. after Samuel Jackson's character has told him to go home and then his job is done, Vin Diesel tells everybody that his job isn't done and that Gibbons told him he was in charge. It shows him doing a briefing for all the people who are are in country at the time. And Mm -hmm. he's just lining it out what he's going to do mm-hmm. and they're all just nodding because of course yes if gibbons put you in charge this all must make sense we certainly couldn't possibly just drop explosives from the plane yeah this is which the is only he, way which is what he ends up doing he does this very cool parachutey thing down with a snowboard attached to his feet uh he snowboards halfway down the mountain then he tosses two grenades behind him and then rides the avalanche down it's like you could have dropped the two grenades from the plane. Okay, nope, sure, no. I see why you have to do what you're doing. Got it. Because extreme, it. Megan, he has mm. to live the life that he's chosen. True. And because we hadn't seen snowboarding yet. Or parachuting. We hadn't, yeah. We'd, we'd seen modified skateboarding, at least grinding. Mm-hmm. We'd, yep. we'd seen some rail grinding. We'd seen sure. some rock climbing. Yes. We'd definitely seen some motor biking. Mm-hmm. We had seen we'd- some car driving. Mm-hmm. We'd seen um, being like lifted out of the back of a plane using a parachute, which I don't even know what that is. Sort of just being dragged. Mm-hmm. You'd seen some dragging. <laughs> <laughs> we needed to see parachuting down to mountain snowboarding. We needed to we see some sweet seen... carving. We saw um, driving a car off a ramp and then power... oh you're right okay we had already seen parachuting out of the yeah we'd seen that's fair that's fair i'm sorry so Mm -hmm. we just needed to see the sweet carving which is why Mm -hmm. he couldn't drop the grenades from the plane and then like parachute down to his destination yeah good point obvi sanders captured yuri lets asia know that he has known all along that she's a secret agent and then um Samuel L. Jackson actually blows up the side of the house. <laughs> That's how they get away. It's like all of a sudden, right before uh, Xander's about to be shot, um, the NSA comes in and blows up the house that they're in. Yeah, the second part of Xander's grand plan comes mm-hmm. into effect, and it involves almost murdering him and Asia Argento. Yep, a rescue by the NSA. Whoop, whoop. Yep. But before... Um, they can catch him Yuri gets away with the hard drive which apparently is what's needed to power the biological weapon to send it to Prague to you know murder everybody chase 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 gotta get him gotta get him mm-hmm. does he get him he does get him but the um what do they call it Ahab they've they've painted Ahab on the side of the um weapon um is is already charged and and headed going amber it's already going no no but then 
they have to get to the sub. Mm-hmm. To the GTO. <laughs> to the GTO, obviously, which um, Q Shaver has already uh, souped up with like every single uh, weapon and thing. Like he gives them an owner's manual, and Xander Cage and Asia are. Um, driving and Asia's flipping through it and she's just listing the shit that's on this like they don't use almost any of it because she's well listing it is saying and all of it is useless (laughs) right which not all of it was useless anyway sure she's Um, just a very negative person Megan yeah I guess so women nag (laughs) nag nag exactly never helpful (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so they are in a GTO, following a river, the river is um, what Ahab is using to get to Prague to release the weapons. Um, they say, oh, Ahab must be going 80 miles an hour, which means they must be going nine, 90 miles an hour to catch up and like go through little villages and then catch back up with the river. And then Xander decides he needs to get onto Ahab, so he puts on a parachute, which is part of the car seat, and gets a harpoon gun, obviously in the back seat, shoots the Ahab with a harpoon, um, and then opens his parachute and, like, gets to Ahab by riding down the parachute line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, like, hooks himself to the line of the harpoon and then zip lines yeah, down, that's good. essentially. Like, but do- Oh, my gosh. But Ahab's going under the bridge. Is he going to zip line down fast enough? Or is he going to get smashed up on? Oh, no, he makes it. He does make it. Also, what is his parachute, Megan? It's an American flag, Amber. Thank you, Shaver. Fuck yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, that was a choice that Shaver made. Yeah, that's a choice that Shaver made. Although, I wonder if it is kind of Bond, uh, salute to Bond. Because, like, Bond's parachutes were always, like... Really? The British flag. Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Mm-hmm. How terribly tacky. Yeah, very much so. Hmm. Anywho. Um, yeah, and then Vin Diesel gets there. Um, he gets to the hard drive, and the, the device is arming, and he's just looking at it. Like, he's... Oh, I love that moment. I love that moment. looking at it. As the, the beeping gets faster and faster, and you're like, well, the beeps are so close together, they're practically the same sound. It must be about mm-hmm. to explode. Oh, no. We get, like, five more... It's about to go under the bridge. Oh, it's it's about to arm. Oh, Vin Diesel's face with his eyes super big. Super wide. His oh-fuck eyes as he stares mm-hmm. it, at it and, and doesn't do anything. And also, two yep. fighter jets are, like, zooming up behind him to blow up Ahab because right. what's one town in the face of the ten others that it will visit afterwards? Right, exactly. Which but, is said by somebody who is in that town, so... Yeah, Sam Jackson said that, and Sam Jackson is now... He's gotten to the point where he's watching this happen on a bridge, um, and he calls off the jets because he sees Xander doing nothing, so he figures, Xander's got it. Be fine. <laughs> he's staring at a rocket filled with liquid death with his oh fuck face. He's about uh-huh. to do something heroic. Call off the jets. So, um, yeah, but what Xander ends up doing um, is inverting one of the missiles so that it drives Ahab down into the water. And conveniently, this biological weapon, once filtered through water, is perfectly harmless. Thank goodness that they built it like that. Mm -hmm. And that they used a submarine to deliver it. Yes, exactly right. Perfect planning in every way. Perfect planning. Anarchists. Ultimately very stupid. Yeah, you know, and... Yuri would have been so mad he'd kill all the scientists if he'd still been alive and this had... Anyway, you know, he'd just be... He'd be kicking himself for murdering all those scientists like little white mice. 
Goodbye, little mouse. Man, Martin Chosick's line delivery as Yuri in this movie. It's, it's very good. It feels like he's just sort of tonguing every word sensually when yeah. he says it while also uh-huh. simultaneously mentally rubbing his nipples. Like yes. it's just Anarchy 99. <laughs> oh dear. Welcome. He also he's showing Xander around at the mansion that they're living in now. And he says, the other tenants decided to leave. Bah. What is this bah about? Sort of like an and then or like an exclamatory like, eh, what you gonna do? One day they just up and left. Bah. Chasik is great. He's He's great in it. He uh, is. He's a a very good bad guy. Just all of the creepy, weird, sexualized menace of Mm -hmm. a dude with a torso dragon tattoo that we see a lot of because he's inexplicably shirtless while simultaneously draped with a long coat. Obviously. As Mm -hmm. as are... A, lot of, a number of characters in this movie. A lot of bare-chested coat draping going yeah, on in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's cold in the Czech Republic, Amber. You gotta wear a coat sometimes. Anywho, um, Xander ends up living through this, and uh, then he and Asia go to Bora Bora. Why Bora Bora, Megan? Because Eve told him to do it in the first scene. He should have listened to Eve. Eve, Eve was his manager, and he didn't listen to her, and then he wound up having to go through all of these shenanigans. Could have just gone to Bora Bora. Just to get to Bora Bora. Always listen to EVE. Always listen to EVE. Mm-hmm. Amber, what did you think of this movie? On our no. rock scale. R you is take pleasure in this, don't you? You take pleasure in how much this hurts for me. For regrettable. Psychically. O is for outstanding. C is for craze balls. And K is for mm, K. So it's for It's for bah. Bah. <laughs> From now on, K stands for bah. Mm-hmm. You know what's regrettable? This. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Regrettable. Okay, now you've rated the scale. What are you going to rate the movie? Craze balls. It's obviously craze balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a Craze Balls movie. It's a Craze Balls movie. It's stupid. It's mm-hmm. filled with delightful action scenes and absolutely creepy effects where stunt people wear Vin Diesel's mask face and mm-hmm. CGI face to make it look like he's doing all of the stunts instead of just sure. a fair number of the stunts. He does do a bunch of his stunts, apparently. Yes. And yeah, explosions, craziness. If you removed all of the women from the movie, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. anything to complain about because I love bad dialogue. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. me laugh. Yep. It's, yeah. So many one-liners that are just really, really silly. Ridiculous setups? Hell mm-hmm. yeah, if you do it right. This movie is all in on itself, and I'm mm-hmm. feeling it. Yep. Evil Russian bad guys? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. James Bond of the people, baby. Megan, do an Abby story. Okay, we'll do an Abby story, Amber. This one involves Abby's new little sister named Maddie. Oh my god, the Kellys are multiplying. They are. The world is uh, a better place. <laughs> so Abby got to meet little Maddie Jane and got to find out firsthand that babies do, in fact, cry. Um, but it was all right because she said, that's my cute little baby. Aww. It's very cute. She's taken ownership. Mm-hmm. Yep. That means she it's will her. care for it. Mm-hmm. Dan and Eric are off the hook. Abby's got this. <laughs> Abby's got this shit. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Very sweet. So there'll be Maddie stories in the in the future, but for a little while, she's a little, a little bit of a lump. Can't say so many, so many cute things. 
Wow. Way to turn a new woman into an object, Megan. She's, she's barely been a woman for a few days, <laughs> and already she's just a lump, apparently. Yeah, well, babies are super lumps. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Adorable <laughs> little lumps. Yeah, yeah just demanding Crying. adorable lumps that eventually Feed become... change them lumps, yeah. Become change other things. Yeah, it'll be great. Abby will be a wonderful big sister. It's super exciting. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Go ahead, say it. I know what you're going to recommend. Do it, just do it. Say it because you can't think of anything else. It's all in your brain. No, you're wrong, actually. Oh, I am. Don't, you don't know the heart of uh, Amber. Apparently I don't. I, I didn't a... have a recommendation until I started thinking about people kissing each other. Weird sexuals putting their mouths on each other's mouths. And uh-huh. I said the, 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 the phrase rat hole to rat hole, which made you go, ew. And I did. I did not recognize that. I realize you didn't recognize that because I am one of the only people I know other than my brother who has seen the Hulu original show Future Man. Okay. Now, I'm not necessarily recommending that you watch Future Man. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not great. Mm-hmm. There are two episodes that are actually pretty freaking inspired. Um, it, it's It's a show that involves... A hapless young man who's a janitor at a sort of pharmaceutical company where they're trying to cure uh, herpes and STDs. Okay. This is actually run by Keith David. Nice. Uh, who's delightful in this show. And the future man himself, Josh Futterman, mm-hmm. is played by Josh Hutchinson? I don't know. It's the dude who played PETA in the... Arrow Lady movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how you describe them. You just took a glimpse into this brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hunger Games, Amber. Yeah, Hunger those games. ones. Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. You, you get me? Arrow Lady. I, I do. So he plays a video game mm-hmm. that involves, you know, taking down this evil corporation and in the face of these, these you know, superhuman people. And he beats it. Finally, after struggling against it for forever, it's this unbeatable game that he finally figures out how to beat. And then, bam, two people show up in his house from the future. And he is the savior of mankind. And because he beat this video game, which is really like a training thing to find the chosen one, he can help them fix the future by taking out the man who created the evil race of super people, who happens to be Keith David. Nice. And then ridiculous hilarity ensues. But the reason I'm recommending it is because... In the future, apparently, you have sex all the time. They call it charging up. Mm-hmm. But you don't kiss each other because that's the f- food hole. And mm-hmm. they eat rats a lot because it's a dystopian future, at least for the sure. non-perfect people. And so they call it like, ooh, you- kiss. You want rat hole to rat hole? <laughs> just really suits me as a person. It's uh-huh. <laughs> yep. a way of conceptualizing kind of how I think when I'm like, ooh, what are you doing with that? Mm-hmm. Probably not the healthiest way to look at people in human sexuality. And it's a beautiful expression of physical intimacy, whatever, whatever you people do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's a ridiculous and stupid show. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's... grotesque, definitely absurd. Um, oh, Haley Joel Osment is in it. Um, it has a second season for reasons that I don't necessarily understand. But there's mm-hmm. one episode in particular where the funniest character is interacting with James Cameron's smart house. And it's really, really funny. And then he also winds up in the 80s and becoming addicted to cocaine. And that is also amazingly funny. Awesome. So watch it. Don't watch it. But definitely look out for those two episodes if you do. Excellent. Future Man on Hulu. 
why the fuck not? There you go. Your turn. Excellent. I was going to let you recommend Borderlands, um, but you have not. So but I'm generous. Still, I'm not going to recommend Borderlands yet because we'll play a little bit more and decide if we actually like it. Yeah, we haven't even gotten off planet. Come on. Don't jump the shark on this one. Gun. Amber, you're going to need to stop talking because the longer you talk, the more I don't play Borderlands. Anywho, so I'm going Megan. to recommend... Megan. Yes, Amber. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Thank you. We watched John Wick last night for funsies. And man, I had not seen John Wick. Love John Wick. It is just an amazing movie of just murder times and headshots. And there was, I found after we watched it, this um, website that breaks down like John Wick kills and how he kills them and his accuracy and where he shot them if it was in the head or the body or the leg or whatever. Um, just all delightful. Almost all delightful. It's all spurned on by, you know, this lady dies, his wife, and then his wife sends him <laughs> um, this dog. And then um, Theon Greyjoy comes and kills his dog because he's an ass. And, more evil Russians. Um, yeah, more evil Russians. And the dog dying thing is not it i hate it i hate it very much um but it sends him on this murderous streak and um the rest of the movie is just super delightful i looked up um the character of john wick is played by keanu reeves and he says 511 words in the whole movie which is the most he says is when he's describing why he has to kill um the theon Greyjoy to his dad because like this wasn't just a dog this was him getting over his dead wife blah 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 anyway um it's very good it's super i'm so excited to watch john wick two and three. Oh, i'm i'm i am excited for that too i i have a secondary recommendation and that's watch john wick with megan <laughs> i love i mean it's it's not just the fact that we both appreciate terrible fun and also good fun movies. Mm -hmm. It's it's how much fun it is to actually watch them with Megan because they make her so happy. I don't and, and when she watches them for the first time too, there is just this ridiculous level of joy and enthusiasm. I mean, you heard it in Hobbs and Shaw. When yeah. Megan loves yep. something and sees it for the first time, it is just her inner child comes out and goes, "Look at all of the headshots. <laughs> it's so beautiful." <laughs> So if we you can, <laughs> watch John Wick with Megan for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That sounds like a good plan. You'll have to do some time travel to get it done, but I guess there's John Wick 2 and 3. There is. You're going to have to fight me for those, though. You're going to have to find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> delightful. Yes, well hey, then. Hey, Amber. No, please you no. You want to go play Borderlands 3? Yes, I do. Okay, so let's quick sign off like no, we always no, do. No, no, let's just go play Borderlands 3. Please, 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 please. I would like to say, as I always do, don't be off your rocker. Go watch some Xander Cage. Off your rocker. You know, I, I, I get what you were rocker. going, going er. for. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... Rocker. Yeah. Hey, just uh, tripling down there. Off your rocker. Oh, yep, yep. Just you just said the whole thing again. To Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> to Borderlands. It's the only way to forget this moment. <laughs> All right, bye Amber. Bye Megan. Bye.